wait till the last second to even mention it. Is that what you're going to do? Is that it? Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, you didn't even hear you. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay, good. You know, the Richmond paper, they find news in the Dave Braff protesters, but will not talk about his immigration bill. Rejected it. We'll talk about that. Straws. No, drinking straws. Now they're the threat to mankind. Come on. Excuse me. Let me sip out of my straw real quick. And Radford City Council. They try to cancel prayers, but the people, they pray anyway. Very interesting. We'll cover that next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots. Radio is the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. I am Richard Lee. Coming up at 4 o'clock, we're going to have some fun with Timmy and Corey Stewart. We also have an interview with Ryan McAdams. So 4 o'clock is going to be fun. And Ryan McAdams has taken on Donald McEachin. I guess the 4 o'clock hour, we're going to talk about uh, the election. Uh, Corey Stewart versus Tim Kaine. And Tim Kaine made some comments this week. In fact, just last Timmy. night. Just last night, Tim Kaine made some comments and about how united they are against the hate monger, Corey Stewart, as Tim Kaine said. And we got the first commercial. Corey Stewart put out a commercial against Tim Kaine. It's actually pretty good. We'll talk about that at 4 o'clock. Doesn't that sound like... Tim is more the hate monger than Corey Stewart? Of course. Of course. We have got to put Corey Stewart in that seat. Well, Period. Tim has to lose. And Corey, He's got to lose. Corey needs to win. Simple Can you imagine that. if Get Corey, out and vote yeah. so Corey, Corey's got to win. All right, 5 o'clock, we'll talk about, uh, this is interesting what's happening. Just this week, Norfolk uh, is investigating Teacher of the Year for a Facebook post. Chesterfield County Schools just fired a secretary uh, security manager, I'm sorry, for Facebook posts. Papa John's founder said the N-word. All these are related to some sort of, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe he said it on Facebook. No, he didn't say it on Facebook. He'd have to write it on Facebook. Right, he would have to. And uh, Virginia is for gun lovers. There seems to be some confusion about what the slogan is for the state. Hey, let's put a giant sign on right as you cross the border. Wouldn't it be great? Virginia is for gun lovers. That's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Anybody that. turns back. We didn't want them here anyway. That's right. That's exactly. All right, phone lines are open. 454-1366. 804-454-1366. There's a change in our culture. Slowly. It's away from what the founders intended. I was going to say, are, are you referring to something positive? Because I'm not aware of that change. <laughs> yeah, there's no positive change. Well, there's some. I'm aware I mean, of you the can, negative changes, but I'm I, not aware I'll of tell you what, positive you positive change <clears throat> that I would be excited about. You know what a positive thing would be, though? Check us out on our, our page at 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. You'll see a Chick-fil-A uh, flash cool. mob that will make you smile for two minutes. And if you see this and can identify which Chick-fil-A it is, please let us, please let us know. I'm sure it's somewhere in there. I'd like to know which yeah. one. I don't think it was in Virginia. I don't think it was in the Commonwealth. Home of Jefferson, Madison, Henry. I don't think it was. I think it was. Speaking of those guys, though, Madison. So let's have a little wager here. Okay. What's the wager? Dinner. On what? You always want to bet on some, what? Dinner. On what? What are we betting on? Oh, whether or not that was that took place in Virginia. Well, how are we going to figure it? Okay, fine. I'll bet you on it. It didn't take place in Virginia. The bet's on. Mark figured out. And off we go. He didn't already figure it out. You don't even tell know. You, you don't need, it doesn't even matter. It's it a great matter, video. But it's, a the chance, answer. it's an opportunity for, you, for me to, to get be. you to buy me dinner. <laughs> exactly. And everyone not missed. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you right to our page. We can see that phenomenal video. There is a change in our culture. 
And at, um, at Radford City Council, they're trying to follow the cultural norms. Follow. And so they've eliminated uh, praying before their council meetings. Now, this has been going on since the beginning, I guess, of uh, Radford's history. That's In fact, the founding of our country, these things were honored. And that praying before city council meetings or before any meeting was actually looked upon very favorably. And normally when you pray before a city council meeting or a county or whatever You're it might be. You're asking for guidance and knowledge. But, but the important wisdom. point is, who is asking for that? It's the members of the committee. Right. So whoever the members of the committee want to have pray for them, guess what? It's about the members of the committee. It's not even about the people in the room. But Radford City Council just hired a new mayor, David Horton. And he immediately, on his first day on office there, uh, removed and changed the invocation in the regular meetings to an inspirational, non-denominational statement, followed by a moment of silence. <laughs> I love the left. Isn't Horton the name of somebody in a Dr. Seuss book? Well, there's, I think it is. It is. It Horton, is. Oh, no, it's Horton the Who. No. Is Horton a who? He's Horton. He's from Whoville. I no, think. no, no. I don't think it's a who. Maybe Horton's on the uh, the Grinch. Maybe so. Maybe Horton no, is no, the no. Grinch. Horton, the apparently Horton is the Grinch. So Horton. I've been influenced by him, no question. So Horton made a Horton motion. Horton hears a who. This is what's so That's great That's what this. it is. Horton hears a who. So on July 2nd, Horton removed prayer from Radford County, uh, Radford City Council meetings, mind you. He did it a vote of four to one. There was one person who said, this is stupid. The motion to do away with the pre-meeting prayer, which was previously Christian-based, began with words, let us pray, and ending with amen. Oh, no. And it was... Um, How dare them. It was put up for consideration almost immediately upon him assuming office. Except there's one problem here. As much as he wanted to eliminate it, it wasn't eliminated. The first moment of silence administered by the Radford City Council actually wasn't silent. There were 60 people in the, um, in the audience that night, and eight citizens stood up and loudly recited the Lord's Prayer. They obviously didn't get the memo. Only eight. Only eight. Should have been unanimous. They should have been dragged out of there and beaten. With, with uh, canes. Don't they with understand? They're incarcerated. Don't they understand the hate? No chance for The for hate role. that these eight people did by reciting the Lord's, or the damage, oh, let me say, the damage that was caused to people it. who might have heard the Lord's Prayer in this city Those council meeting in Radford. Be the same. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Those people will never be the same. There was... Uh, there are some who aren't happy with what has happened here. Uh, Keith Marshall, by the way, was the formal city council member who, who gave the, uh, the prayer in a pinch at every city council meeting. He lost and was defeated by Horton in a May election. So as soon as Horton got in there, he goes, I got an idea. This thing's too Christian. We have too many prayers going on around here. We don't want that happening because it might offend somebody. Speaking of the offended, Lori Murphy She's a frequent attendee at these city council meetings in Randolph City. She was offended. Here's what she said. I was raised Catholic, but, I love that, 
I was raised Catholic, but tr- trying to, you know, get you on their side. I think she was. But when people stood and prayed on Monday night, it offended me. I don't want to have prayer here, unquote. I would love to speak to Lori Murphy. How could you be offended? Offended? That's the word we want to use. And by the way, if you are, in fact, offended, what should the people do to not offend you, Lori? What about the people who are offended because they don't allow yeah, them to Yeah, what pray? about those people? Although they don't count, you see. They don't count. That's, enough. That's true. That's true. They don't count. Only the liberal offended count. Lori Murphy in Radford City, you're offended? To actually say it offended me to hear a prayer, there's got to be something wrong with you. That's offensive. <laughs> I'm I don't off- care what That's what says. we always say. Well, I'm offended by offended people. That's right. They're the professionally offended. Your, your offendedness offends me. Is this really offensive? Is this where our country's come to? That if somebody says a prayer at a council meeting, there's going to be offense. And the, the reaction to the offense is to eliminate it. That's the best thing for our culture? Your phone call's next. 804-454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. Well, if you ask me where I come from. There's one problem here. Richard just uh, didn't prove me wrong. I I proved him wrong. The Chick-fil-A video. That's 820 The Answer. 820theanswer.com. Keyword Lee Brothers. That's phenomenal Chick-fil-A video. Makes you feel great. Was in Nashville, and he thought it was here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. I was right again. I like that. Show. I can't wait for dinner. Cool town. 454-1366. 454-1366. Radford City. Radford, Virginia tried it hard to remove prayer from their meeting because it was offensive to somebody. And we are knee-jerk, reactionary, uh, tolerant people who don't know what to do when someone says, I'm offended. So they yanked the prayer from Radford City Council meetings only to find out that their first silent city council, eight people stood up and recited the Lord's Prayer. And boy, that must have really offended somebody. I don't know where this unbelievable group of people who were offended came from. If they were born at another time, like just a few years earlier, I don't know if they could have survived. I mean, I don't know if they can go to Washington, D.C. and walk around without being offended. Just about every Capitol building has a Bible verse etched in stone. In Washington, D.C. The frustration would just kill him. This, uh, one of the members of the uh, Radford County City Council was uh, heard saying, quote, we want to set a tone for our meeting that everyone is welcome here no matter what your faith is. The, the assumption there is that if you say a prayer, any kind of prayer, that it is telling other people that they're not welcome. And that is never been the case in the United States of America until liberal leftist pukes like this started to think, how can we unite people for our cause to get rid of prayer? I know nobody likes to be offended or offensive. So let's just say it's more welcoming to not have a prayer. Meanwhile, there's nothing wrong with it constitutionally. There's nothing wrong with it uh, at all in any other format. In fact, there's a lot to say that's good for us. If the city council of any city in the United States of America and its members want to hear a prayer before their city 
meeting, then they should be able to pick whoever they want to say the prayer. If it's a Christian prayer, it's probably because the members of the city council are Christians. If you're offended by that, it's darn it. It's just a bad thing. Are you expecting us to whitewash everything that offends a liberal? It's impossible. Have you met these liberals? Everything offends them. Everything. They are the most intolerant people, self-proclaimed tolerant. By the way, at 820theanswer.com, click on the Lee Brothers. What is tolerance? It's a great video there describing what really tolerance is, what it looks like. You'll quickly see that it's not found on the left. Just for a political perspective, which political party, which political movement, which political philosophy would go to Radford, run for city council, and remove prayer from the with one of the first things that they do? What what political persuasion does that? I mean, it's not a Republican. It's not a conservative. It's not a constitutional conservative. It's a panty waist, linguine spine. Afraid of offending people, leftist. Who, by the way, forces it on the will of the people. Because the people don't mind prayer. Nobody minds prayer. Nobody. You know, they don't they don't mind prayer, but they're scared to death they might offend somebody. I just don't understand. And they just that. don't want to offend someone. And I don't want to go around living my life saying, well, there's somebody I can probably offend. <laughs> Let me go have a conversation. I mean, I, you know what I mean? But, but, the, le- but the left does. The left looks to make people offended. Look what they fight for now. You have to embrace the gay parade. It's not like, oh, you don't have to, you might have to. No, the gay parade, you've got to endorse that. You've got to endorse the LBGTQ community. If you do not, it's not too bad. If you're offended by the LGBTQ community. LGBTQ <laughs> community. If you're offended by them, too bad. The left actually wants to offend you. That's what they do. And they want to do that. Well, the, the right doesn't do that. In fact, the, the, most people capitulate immediately. Oh, that's offensive to you, right, Scott, Richard? We shouldn't have prayer in city council. Maybe it's a, somebody will get offended and hurt. Shouldn't, shouldn't have prayer anywhere. You can offend someone in church. Well, that's true. Actually, churches could be offensive. If you drove by and saw a cross... And realize people went in there to pray. That could be offensive. You might want to have that cross taken down. Right. You might have a barrier put up, a big wall around the church so you can't see it. Otherwise, you'd be offended. But if you're one of those people, I would stay inside during thunderstorms. Just just, <laughs> just putting it out there. All right. Your phone calls next. 454-1366. Saved your life. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Representing the end of political correctness. The Lee Brothers on AMA 20. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Built this city. What Radford built its city on? We built this Radford, Virginia used to pray at their city council meetings, not anymore. Eight people stood up this week and said, forget that. And they recited the Lord's Prayer loud and proud. And the offended probably just curled up in the fetal position and cried like a baby. We don't know. New study found that conservatives are happier than liberals. Now, this makes complete sense. Complete sense. A recent study discovered that conservatives are overall happier and find a greater purpose in life than liberals. 
Researchers found that people who identified as conservatives were happier, more satisfied, and have a greater purpose in life, said David Newman from University of Southern California. Southern California. He's from the University of Southern California. Sounds interesting, doesn't it? How can that be? He said that uh, conservatives have embraced religion could be one of the bigger reasons why they're simply happier than liberals. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com. There are two great videos there. What is tolerance and the Chick-fil-A flash mob that Richard and I were talking about a few minutes ago that I won the bet. 820theanswer.com, keyword Lee Brothers. Coming up. So where do you want to go to cookout? <laughs> Not going yeah, to cookout. BLTs for $1.50. All right, though. coming up, straws, the threat of mankind. In your phone calls, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. version of the Federalist Papers without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW and... Just after 3.30 in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother sitting to my left. Sometimes, Sometimes it's far, far left. left. Is Richard Lee. Just got me. <laughs> All right, phone lines are open, 454-1366, 454-1366. You know, before we get to this next story, did you see the Build-A-Bear workshop this week? Did, yeah, did, I built a few bears. Yeah, no, you didn't. You wouldn't even go near that place. I built but Smokey. Everybody the, got terrified and ran out of place screaming. <laughs> Build-A-Bear workshop had a promotion. You pay your age day. So if you're four... Pay four dollars for Build a Bear. Hundreds of people showed up at Short Pump, and customers stand in line to build a bear. To build a bear. Wow. Now I think that's fine if you want to build a bear and and uh, and wait in line. Fine, but there is no way in the name of Sam Hill that I would stand in line for anything. Really, honestly. I won't, I don't even like to go through restaurants and put my name on the, I'm not doing that. I'm not waiting around. Life is too, who goes and spends time standing in line for three hours? It's a neat business model, you have to admit. We could have build a gun. No, that would be awesome. What a phenomenal build a idea. Gun. Pay build, your age. Build your own in-home brewery. Pay your age. Build a brewery. Build a beer. Build a beer. Build a beer, build a bear, build a gun. They had, um... Apparently, this thing wrapped all around the corner, and there were people who stood in line. Build a blowing. I'm just telling. I don't think there's any man that listening that would stand in line for that. I know what you're building. What would you stand in line to build? Nothing. In line, you you're going to stand in line for an hour. You'd stand in line to build a blonde. Build a what? Blonde. <laughs> What is, what, is, what, is, what is wrong with you? <laughs> Build a gun. Build a gun. Build a gun workshop. That would be a lot of fun. You'd wait in line for that? To build a gun? There's no way. I, 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 well, here's the thing. I wouldn't wait in line. You're right. I'd be the first one in line. Booyah. How about that? Build a booyah. I'd be the first one in line. How about build a burger? You go in there and you build your sandwich. That would rock. Okay. You, you, wouldn't stand, <laughs> you wouldn't stand in line to build the biggest, nastiest burger no. 
No, no, no I would not. I will stand in line for anything. Honestly, I just, I'm not a line stander. So you would build your blonde and then have her build your burger? You Is that to, what you're saying? <laughs> Can you play that clip <laughs> again, that little? Nip it yeah. in the bud. Thank you. Thank you. Straws. Barney Fife. Straws. Drinking straws are now a threat to mankind. I don't, I, I've never understood this. How here in the United States of America that this catches on in the liberal left. Again, this is one of those things just like, seriously, the straw I'm using right now, drinking out of my cup with my uh, Mountain Dew, mm, yeah, is, uh, is a threat to mankind, according to uh, many who uh, include those who drink drinks at Starbucks and other places. This is, this is a ruse, man. This is a talk about a fake issue. To con, force it upon mankind. Starbucks will eliminate plastic straws from all its locations within two years, citing an environmental threats to the ocean. Why, why does it take two years to eliminate the straws? If they really care. If they've got that many straws, their business must be way off. I'm, well, here's the other thing. If their heart's that big and they care that much, why would they damage the planet for two more years? Exactly. I mean, get on Why it. not just burn them? They put out a beautiful black smoke. And- right. Get it done. You know? Burn them. Put out a big black smoke. Soak them in gas. Light them up. Pla- plastic's beautiful. You don't even have to light it. You don't even have to put gas on that stuff. It yeah, burns that plastic. well. It'll drip, too. You could drip it on stuff and make little castings. How know? did straw become a flashpoint? How did how did the drinking straw become? Are there people who are really now offended by the straw? Who, who aren't going to go do. to Starbucks because will do. you're serving straws here. What's next? The Solo Cups? That's already gone in some locations. These styrofoam cups burn black. Yeah. Black as tar. We know what everything burns, what color it is. Yeah, we burn them. Hometown of Seattle banned plastic drinking straws and utensils. So Starbucks, who's obviously based there, thought, gosh, this must work. You know, it'd be cool to stick those plastic utensils in a styrofoam cup and then light them. Then light them. Exactly. You want a threat to the environment. We can eliminate the threat. By the way, the planet isn't at, at risk here of plastic straws. The clear smoke would clear out. Oh, it does. I mean, the dark smoke. Rain comes, washes it away. Every styrofoam cup and plastic knife, fork, spoon. But then, I don't know, 10 years or so, we'd be able to see the sky again. It would be less than that, about eight and a half. But that doesn't matter. Well, there you go. Yeah. We're, I mean, when's that? So, uh, so then we will have found something else to burn. By, and tires. Here's the, tires are awesome. Here's the thing about straws. This is so stupid. If somebody actually put a number to this, I don't know how, but apparently straws make up 4% of the plastic trash. Yeah, they counted them. They, count, they, they hired special people and put out a billion-dollar grant. Straws. straws. We could have counted those straws for... Half that. Straws add up to about 2,000 tons of nearly 9 million tons of plastic waste every year. You know, this is the same kind of ridiculousness that people have about bottled water. Do you know how many bottles of plastic could wrap around the planet? We're not wrapping around the planet. Do you realize that the United States of America is the cleanest country on the planet Earth? We don't have a problem with straws. We don't have a problem with plastic bottles. We actually recycle them, melt them down, do it all over again. Why are we now, our liberals, the loudest voices? Why has Starbucks got their panties in a wad over a straw? The straw is not a threat. The plastic's not a threat because here in in this country, one of the wealthiest countries on the planet where capitalism thrives, we have a way of getting rid of plastic and we do it in the right way. Poking them in the eye when you say stuff like that. You know that, don't you? Why don't they have this... There's people all over the 
the country right now grabbing one eye, going, oh, Scott Lee just poked me in the eye. Oh, I didn't know what you're talking about. And by the yeah, way, well, no every one, time you no say one else capitalism thrives, people are snapping their heads back, oh, you mean grabbing one eye, going, oh, my the, God. The left, you mean. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah. what I'm People saying. like Bernie Sanders, who've come to hate capitalism, free markets, free people. Bernie grabs both eyes. Yeah. Poked him in both eyes. Yep. If, if you want to save the planet, don't start in America. Go over there where the other cesspool countries are, where they're literally dumping the crap in the rivers and it flows into the oceans. That's where you need to be. Don't be here. Don't lecture people who pull up and buy an $8 cup of coffee at Starbucks. Shrink wrap the trash, put it in those big transport planes, and parachute it out over China. They won't mind. <laughs> they don't even they won't know the they difference. Wouldn't even know, I was going to say the same thing. Fly through they the dark, know. they won't know the difference. Well, the problem is we don't do that. We are the cleanest people on the planet. That's why we, this is ridiculous to hear this stuff. And, and the thing is, plastic is taken care of here in this country. And there's no alternative. Find me the alternative to straw. A paper straw? Have you used a paper straw? They're actually flimsy. They don't even work. There are disability, the people who are disabled who want to use a straw can't now. They're complaining. There's actually complaints right now are talking about pushback on Starbucks because there's you can't use a paper uh, straw because they're worthless. And metal straws, really, a metal straw, metal straws are either cold or hot because they conduct the heat or the cool. Who would use a metal straw? Talk about poking your eye out. Hey, here's a business idea. You, you take garden hoses and you have it, perforated about every foot. People can just snap off a piece of the hose. That'll increase. That's a straw. That's a straw. That's We call it super straw. So we got people sucking on hoses. No need to suck hard with the super straw. It's going to drown you anyway first time you draw back. <laughs> <laughs> but think about it. That's Isn't it a, funny? Talk about misplaced. That's a misplaced idea. concerns by the left. I mean, they're the people who are really citing that this is the savior to the planet as these straws. Well, you're driving down the concerned. Road. I mean, talk about a liberal. If you're so upset about things, who who concerned about the straw? Is anyone ever concerned about a straw ever? Well, you see people. You're driving down the road and see people throw a big bag of garbage out of their car window. What political party do you think they belong to? The same ones that wait in line for Build a Bear. I think there should be a law. No, and those people are good people. You can pick up a, your your whip at DMV. A wimp and, and beat the crap out of those oh, people. Come on. Throw garbage you don't really believe that. Us. I do. You know what is wrong with you? That's not a safe, that's not even a good way to deal with humanity. You are okay. the most dangerous man I've ever met, and you're wacky. So, what do you wow. do? Pick up their garbage? Where'd that clip come from? That's pretty good. Huh? I think it, it was first used with you. But anyway, <laughs> you walk up to people at the stoplight and drop their garbage back in their lap. Now, that's that would be okay. If you had, like, one of these cars that could just pick up the trash and follow it to the... I actually yeah, had, You can't just poke them in one eye with your we, finger? I had, a, I had a bunch of teenagers pull down our road and turn around in the cul-de-sac and chuck something out the door. Trash. And I heard my neighbor screaming and yelling. So I stepped out in the road and stopped the teenagers driving. And my neighbor's carrying this bag of trash. Runs up... The kids have their window down. He chucks it in the car and goes, you guys left something back there. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that's perfect. That's perfect. I don't, I don't like people throw garbage out of their cars. You don't? No, they're lazy dregs of society. How do you know? Maybe they're just having a bad day. You don't drive down the roads of Virginia and see garbage critical. all down the sides you're of the very road. Critical you think, I can't believe there's that many pigs that live in this state. Maybe they're out of towners. You're so offended by trash. Maybe they're from Maryland. You're offended by trash now? 
<laughs> Maybe they're from Maryland. <laughs> they are. They're not from here. Nobody with a bunch of Maryland place wait for us. When we walk out of the <laughs> There's nobody with the Commonwealth. Well, so I told you, Scott. You should have said it. Uh, should have said it. Shouldn't have done it. I'm going to crush you. All right. Your phone calls next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Making radio great again. It's the Lee Brothers on WNTW. Radio is the founding fathers intended. You know, the Lee Brothers uh, is a name that's uh, synonymous with the founding of the country. I mean, Richard Henry Lee. Richard? Richard Henry Lee. Truly great. I'm America. Oh, sure he was. It's the reason we have America. We got meat hanging in here or something. No, it feels is it good. cold in here, do you? Quit complaining. Congressman, like a meat locker. Congressman Dave Bratt um, had some protesters show up at his office, like three whatever it was. And the Richmond Times Dispatch went out and looked at it and said, man, there's all these protesters. But somehow I bet you di- you heard about it, but you didn't hear about Bratt's legislation that would uh, impact immigrants. It would double the number of immigration judges, among other things. wonder why the Richmond Times Dispatch didn't mention that. Joining us right now from MRC is Tim Graham. He's a director of media analyst there. Hey, Tim. Hey, Tim. Hello. So can you, can you explain this one to us? What's the deal? I mean, you think that's purposeful, do you? Well, it, it's it, it, what we always do is we don't try to get inside their heads and mentally judge them. It's It hasn't happened. The fact of the matter is they have not filed a report. Yes, they did a news story when Brad complained about uh, NBC 12 saying hundreds of protesters outside his office. When if you looked at their video, you, you might have got to 25 or 30. They were like single file over one city block, and they said, hundreds. <laughs> and the Richmond Times Dispatch went to NBC 12, and they said, well, we accepted the organizer estimate. Well, why don't you accept what your camera shows? Or accept what Congressman Bratt says, or what yeah. Congressman Bratt proposes in Congress. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was a protest about separating illegal immigrants from their children at the border. He already had a bill out on that. And now the uh, chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, Lamar Smith, has endorsed that bill. It does uh, seem very similar to Senator Ted Cruz's bill. And uh, you would just think that a news industry that's supposed to report happenings in the House and Senate would manage to mention this. And instead, there's been no story. Well, I I think it's just too easy to be part of the, uh, get caught up in the, in the frenzy over things that don't matter and miss the things that matter. And the press, I hate to say the press is liberal. They are, we know that, but I think it's more than that. I think not only are they liberal, but it's so fun chasing the, the squirrel than the real issues. Well, I think this is the, the, the point is that I think we can all understand if, if we, some of us in our journalism one-on-one classes, you would say uh, news reporting is what happened today. And certainly you, you are trying to tell the people who elect politicians what those politicians are attempting to do on their behalf. So it doesn't make any sense to report on protesters like they're the story and not report on <laughs> legislation. Right. Like they only report demonstrations, not legislation. And that just doesn't make any sense. This especially when you can obviously guess that every one of these demonstrators outside his office is is voting for the Democrat again this time and voted for the Democrat last time. That's right. That's right. And they actually probably think that 
this policy was instituted by Trump, backed by Brat, that rips kids out of the hands of parents, which is inaccurate. And the way they report it, the drama is more exciting in their eyes than the true story. True, which is you guys deal with that all the time at MRC, Tim. Yeah, it's just, uh, and the other thing that happens, of course, is that, yes, wherever 12 left-wing protesters assemble, it's a news story. (laughs) Uh, We pointed out a year or two ago when they had uh, 15 or 20 protesters outside Tim Kaine's Catholic Church when he was running for vice president, the Times-Dispatch didn't go. They're like, oh, that's tiny. Nobody needs to cover that. That's a great point. Yeah. What an incredibly good point. That's good stuff. Hey, how can people follow you guys at MRC? How can they do that? Well, our blog is newsbusters.org. That's uh, where we're constantly putting up new things hour on the hour. Yeah. MRC.org is where all the old archive of stuff is. Yeah, that's good. Newsbusters is excellent. A lot of great clips we pull from there, even using our show. Thanks, Tim. Good to have you on. Appreciate your time. Thank you. You bet. That's Tim Graham. He's the MRC Director of Media Analysis. And a truly great American. All right, your phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at 454-1366. Find out just how easy that is. Whatever. Your call. All right, coming up, Ryan McAdams running the District 4 and uh, Corey versus Tim for U.S. Senate. We'll talk about that. Hey, 820theanswer.com. Check us out, 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Takes you to our page. Two great videos there. What is tolerance? And Chick-fil-A's flash mob that Richard and I have uh, been talking about. So we're smiling ear to ear watching this, and you will too. Your phone calls next, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820. WNTW. Ryan McAdams. I love that name. It just sounds good. Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> he takes on uh, McKeachin. He joins us this hour. A new commercial. Corey Stewart hits Kane. We'll share that with you. And Tim Kane. On, uh, and, and Corey Stewart, head-to-head, that is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. <laughs> we'll be calling the fight. Corey Stewart in red, white, and blue trunks. Tim Kaine in the black Russian trunk. No, trunks. I don't know. Some kind of communist trunk of some sort. What is... Oh, never mind. I'm not going there. But anyway, Corey Stewart will be pulverizing... Tim Kane. All right, watch your phone calls this hour as we discuss this. 454-1366, 454-1366. Phone lines are open. What's your take on this? Many are uh, Corey Stewart versus Tim Kane. Some people are saying, I'm just not going to vote. Well, you look. Well, that's you, just stupid. Here, here's, the, here's the thing you need to remember. Who's going to support tax cuts? Corey Stewart. Who's going to support, well, just pro-life position? Corey Stewart. Corey Stewart is our candidate. End of the, you know, don't need, they don't need to discuss it any well, further. Well, they may sure not they be can. happy about that. You can discuss but you know things. what? Corey Stewart is the guy that's going to do what we need done. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm listening to things He's that need to be man. done. Come on, pay attention yeah. here with me. Work uh, with me. Don't don't throw things out. I mean, what is that? Don't throw. Okay. These are like Co- Corey Stewart pound cookies. Corey there. Stewart. Or, I'm sorry. Uh, think of any. Think of regulation, taxation. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that impacts you 
for the positive is not going to be found at the home of Tim Kaine. You want another six years of this man? You will get them if you don't okay. get involved in this campaign. Here is an ad that Corey Stewart put together just this week. Pretty good. Antifa and the far left. Now they're turning violent. Who's their hero? Tim Kaine. Last week, Kane attended an anti-ice rally and defended sanctuary cities. No surprise there. Kane's done nothing in D.C. but raise taxes, support abortion, destroy jobs, oppose guns, and oppose Trump. On our side, Corey Stewart. Senate. Tough. Strong. Unafraid. Standing with our president. Standing with us. I'm Corey Stewart. I like the uh, standing with us. This is one of the best voiceovers ever on this thing. Now give me a cookie. All right, let's break this down a second. Let's play it again. Here we go. Antifa and the far left. Now they're turning violent. Who's their hero? Tim Kaine. Tim Kaine is their hero. Yeah, of All those names are just listed. Tim Kaine is their guy. No no doubt. I mean, and and they have turned violent. And Who's the guy standing there smiling with the left eyebrow up like he always does? Is Tim Kane? It's Timmy. All right, let's continue. It's not Spock. It's Timmy. What's the voice again, Mark? What is that? Is this guy's? (laughs) All right, let's listen more to the ad. Last week, Kane attended an anti-ice rally. Hang on a second. An anti-ice? You mean Tim Kane's one of these whack people who think the idea to stop criminals is to get rid of the police? Tim Kaine is the guy not, who wants to get rid of ice? He shows up at an anti-ice rally? He's not trying to make you drink a hot soda. No. That's nothing. It's a different ice. Different kind of ice. Ice, ice, just, baby. Just saying <laughs> <laughs> in general. All right, continue on. Sweet. Kane attended an anti-ice rally and defended sanctuary cities. Offended. I'm offended. He defended sanctuary cities by saying that they're okay, that we should have a place where... Illegal immigrants can go to avoid ICE. Where else will they vote? You know, Tim Kaine's the guy who coined the phrase New Americans. Oh, absolutely. He's the guy who says that when we're against illegal aliens, that we're against New Americans, which is a lie, which is all he ever does when he speaks like that. Corey Stewart's ad continues. No surprise there. Kaine's done nothing in D.C. but raised taxes. Now, that's true. Yeah. Kane is raised tax. There's not a tax increase that Tim Kane has not endorsed and liked. And if you want to just break it down by that alone, Tim Kane was against Trump's tax cut. Do we of, course have that? He, of course he was. We have that clip of Tim Kaine that talks about tax. He's been against everything Trump has done. We are giving away done. in the tax code about $1.3 trillion a year. We're not giving away $1.3 trillion a Thank year. Thank you. That's the clip. Let, let's discuss that clip for a second. This was when... Giving away. I wish they would give away $1.3 trillion, but the bottom line is... This was Bush's tax cut that he's talking about. Bush's tax cut, he was so upset that we are giving away in the tax code. He's with, letting you keep your money. Oh, I'm sorry. This was about... A um, portion of your money. Yeah, he's, no, he's letting you keep your money, and, 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 and Kane says, and Kane says what? What's we say? are giving away in the tax code about $1.3 trillion a year. Who thinks that way? Who thinks that way? What person Timmy. thinks that by you keeping your money is giving it away? What kind of warped king lives in a far-off land called Washington, D.C. actually thinks that way? Now, in contrast, Corey Stewart, like him or hate him or whatever you think of him, would never think that it's the government's money first. In your second, like Tim Kaine does. 
All right, let's uh, break the ad down even further, please. Support abortion, destroy jobs. Okay, both those things are true. He supports abortion without any kind of restraint whatsoever. In fact, Tim Kaine put out a press release this week on the new Judge Kavanaugh. He said, quote, would Judge Kavanaugh protect women's freedom to make their own reproductive health care decisions, unquote? How do you worship in a Catholic church and then turn around and say right. that? How do, how do you do that uh, and justify do, it? Well, they're obviously doing it just like I said. They can change the words. Listen to the words. Protect women's freedom to make their own reproductive health care decisions. In other words, if Kavanaugh is a Supreme Court pick, Women won't be able to make their own reproductive health decisions. In other words, they'll be forced to have relations with men all over the planet and produce offspring. Yeah, and that's that's a joke. And I just want to see some women at the table. (laughs) He wants to see some women at the table. That's unbelievable. Does he sit around with a bunch of overweight men smoking cigars and belching and doing other nasty things? By the way, when he said that, there were women at the table. He goes, oh, yeah, that's a good point. Don't you remember that? That's where we pulled oh, yeah. that clip. Yeah. What a, All right, what a, Corey Stewart, uh, his ad idiot. continues. Oppose guns and oppose... Okay, opposes guns. We need to talk about this. This is a man who thinks that the Second Amendment, because it says well-regulated, believes that Tim Kaine has the power in government to regulate it. That's how warped Tim Kaine is. He actually thinks that the text of the Second Amendment gives him the right to regulate firearms because it uses the words... Regulate. The Second Amendment is the only amendment that uses the phrase well-regulated. Exactly. Do you have more of that clip, Mark? Continue. And the third liar falsehood that we had to confront repeatedly from the National Rifle Association was gun safety rules violate the Second Amendment. That is just flat out wrong. <laughs> in fact, the Second Amendment is the only amendment in the text this. even uses the word regulation. A well-regulated militia... The need for a well-regulated militia gives individuals the right to bear arms. What does the phrase well-regulated mean? It's not a reference to the length of somebody's beard or the kind of hat they should wear. All right, so There's an the understanding point. that firearms are dangerous. But can you believe someone thinks that way? You yeah, believe that? Yeah. That is the most unbelievable, convoluted. What's really unbelievable is so many people think that the National Rifle Association is some kind of government agency. That has some kind of that that has has some kind of power, and they think they should they should shut down the NRA, and that way gun control is firmly in place. Those people are idiots; they're bobbleheads. They sit out in the audience and bang their heads up and down. Right? They probably think Planned Parenthood is also a part of the government. (laughs) Maybe so. All right. So uh, we have plenty of reasons to oppose Tim Kaine another six years. Here's the rest of the ad that Corey Stewart put forward. I thought we had it. Maybe we don't. Hmm. Okay. Can we play that when we get back from the break? Please. All right, your oh, phone yeah. calls next. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. WNTW. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio on AMA 20. My daddy served in the army. We lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard. Till the day that he died, I love this song. My mother, my How could you not love it? Are you offended by this song? <laughs> if you are, you offend me. 
1366. Phone lines are open. Corey Stewart or Tim Kaine? Corey Stewart or Tim Kaine? Those are only two choices. Corey Stewart is the man. You can go down the path of uh, Tim Kaine again for another six years, and you're going to get uh, more radical liberalism, as Corey Stewart's ad just prepared. Or you can uh, you can make a, a change. And Corey Stewart is uh, is kind of the Trump of the Commonwealth. He's fully embraced Donald Trump and, and his policies. And some people think that's a problem, including Tim Kaine, who last night was in Arlington, Virginia, and made this statement about uniting the uniting uh, how the Democrat Party has united and how the Republican Party is just in tan, in, in a fray. Here's Kane. I see, you know, a women's march that has more people than the inauguration the day before. I see uh, the Parkland movement and the March for Our Lives and Black Lives Matter and the Me Too movement, um, the spontaneous protests at Dulles and airports all over the country after the Muslim travel ban was announced. Uh, and I see engagement and activism, what we saw in November in Virginia, uh, not just sweeping statewide races, not just winning more House seats than in any year since the 1870s, but who won? A diverse group of candidates, African-American, Muslim-American, Latino-American, Asian-American, LGBT, transgender, a real rainbow coalition of who Virginia is, but then even beyond who it was that was elected, just turnout and energy compared to earlier races. And so to the extent that I'm seeing things that make me hopeful, it's just the energy of people who are saying, I'm not on the side. So here we have an issue. We have what he says is the Democrat Party united, excited, tons of energy going into uh, the election in November. And the the clip before that, before I don't know that we even have that one. All the people that fall into one of those groups that he just mentioned, they're not all Democrats. Of course not. I love how he went down the list, though. Obama, oh, yeah. Obama did the same thing. He had a list of people like that. Why does the left yeah, always do that? Great. I know. Why do they always have this? Have to run the list of this group of identity politics people like Obama did? And it's like in their nature to look at people's differences instead of uniting them in the sense of Americans. I just never you know, Obama, they would go out in the audience with Obama and select people out of the audience to sit behind him. They stack the deck, in other words. Sure. Every time he made me. a speech, if you look behind him, they tried to cover every group they can, they could. And they primarily put white voters behind him. Oh, I don't know about that. He did. Go back uh, and look at his speeches. Okay, I will go back. And I'll bet you another dinner. I'm going to go back and do what you asked me to do. I'll bet you another dinner. Go back and do anything. That was a long time ago. That's over with. Obama's gone. It's it's Tim Kaine's time now. You kicked me in the knee. Tim Kaine is now the. the Mark, smack him really hard. (laughs) I didn't mean to kick you in the knee. You're out of control. You're too far from me. I can't even touch you. make me destroy you. So Tim Tim Kaine thinks there's momentum behind the Democrats. You realize if that's true, if that's true. All of those different groups vote for him. Uh Uh-huh. What was the list of the people again? I forgot. Play it again. I don't really know if I can play it. Candidates, African-American, Muslim-American, Latino-American, Asian-American. That's a lot. All those hyphenated Americans? Uh, you, you know, what about you got more. LGBT? Oh, LGBT. Is there a Q? LGBTQ <laughs> community. They're, They're not, not all. Trump, Trump called them and said, don't forget this. LGBTQ. 
BTQ. It's like the first time community. It's like the They're first. all on an island, surrounded by water. An island, surrounded by <laughs> water, big water, oceans of water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just too funny. I, no, that, in fairness, that wasn't the context. That was not the context of I that. Know, but it, it wasn't. I mean, it's kind of cute how you weaved those in there, but that wasn't the. Oh, get out! It wasn't the fair. It's not. not it's not nice to do that. Water, big water, <laughs> ocean water. Not just big, big water. water. Yeah, it's ocean water. Water. <laughs> and why water. was he talking about an island? Why? why? He doesn't even know. Doesn't even matter. He doesn't even know. Understand that it's an island. It's a big island surrounded by. I mean, I he think could he, have been talking like, about snow cones. It's like, he he it's doesn't like, know why. It's like he lost his train of thought for a second. Went out. Island. Did you see him today? Big island. Um, in England. Surrounded by water. I like how he says water. He lost his train of thought in the majority of time. <laughs> All right, your phone call's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait. That's a different show. The Lee Brothers. No, that's this show. We're kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Join us. 454-1366. The argument is Corey Stewart's just a, uh, you know, a bad guy or, you know, a hate monger or whatever it is. He had a comment last night at the Prince Warren Board of Supervisors where many people came out and were condemning this KKK movement inside the uh, community. Apparently, the KKK sent flyers out, and they said Corey Stewart should condemn them. Well, he did. He said, quote, I've always condemned the KKK and similar groups. There's no room in our community for these vile organizations, unquote, from Corey Stewart. But there's another race coming up. It's Donald McKeachin against Ryan McAdams. Joining us next is Ryan McAdams in District 4. We'll talk to him, get his take on the election and how to beat McKeachin. Got a great clip from McKeachin, too. Stay tuned for that. Battle of the Clans. 454-13. The Irish Clans. Mick something. Mick... McAdams against McKeachin. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. got to be Scottish. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers on AMA 20. Across my heart and hope to die. Taking this one step at a time. Got your back, you got mine. One foot in front of the other. 454-1366, Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sometimes laugh, sometimes it's fun. Is Richard Lee. There is a... Uh, an election in November. Some of you knew this. Those who are paying attention understand that this is an election year because you live in Virginia and the Commonwealth has an election every year. So you have an opportunity to vote for uh, Corey Stewart or Tim Kaine in November for the U.S. Senate seat. Tim, uh, Corey you, Stewart. If you don't know who to vote for, let me tell you right now. Corey okay. Stewart. Thank you. All right. And then in District Simple 7, you have... Uh, I'll uh, drive this, you there. This... Uh, Bayenberger, is that her name? What's her? What's the woman against Dave Bratt? I forget her name. Did anyway. you say hamburger? I'm hungry. Yeah, no, that's Can not I get it. cheese. I on said that? Vanberger. Whatever. Oh, it's, no, it's it's, it's, it's hand. Stanburger. Stanburger. It's no, it's not that either. Some kind of burger. Anyway, span. Going span. Spanburger. That's yeah. It's span. What a horrible name. Anyway, that's. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was Spamburger. Span. I was thinking. Instead of spam, that might make a good burger. That might. When you think about it. Yeah, anyway, Dave Bratz, the Don't try it till you fry it. Oh, don't knock it till you fry it. That's Memphis what in the bus. District 4 has a race against the mix. Mick Keachin and Mick Adams. By the way, 
What a cool name, Ryan McAdams. If you need to find a voiceover that says Ryan, Ryan McAdams. That Who just sounds that? cool. Ryan McAdams. <laughs> oh, who's that's right? powerful. Who's running the district for? Ryan McAdams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, join us Somebody on the Somebody just belts. I, I don't know what that was. Who's out in the hall? <laughs> join us right now is, in fact, Ryan McAdams. He's running as a uh, Republican da, 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 district da, 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 da. Ryan McAdams. Hey, Ryan. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know he was on the phone with us. <laughs> hey, Ryan. Hey, guys. I've never heard that I, I had a great Oh, it's cool. You have I, a it's powerful like name. Darth Vader, but I, I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Definitely a cool <laughs> name. Have you noticed it's the McKeachin versus the McAdams? I'm sure you've noticed that. <laughs> yeah, I guess we're, we're Scotch-Irish. I don't know. McAdams is, is Irish? <laughs> is McAdams Irish? Yeah, son of Adam. That's what it means. Yeah, Scotch-Irish. Very uh, cool. Yeah, that's good. That's right. All right, good so good to you guys. How are you guys doing today? Oh, good. Afternoon. Fantastic. Good. Thanks, How are Ryan. you? I appreciate it. We're good. And we haven't talked to you since the primary. Congratulations on your victory there. You are the Thank GOP uh, choice on, on District 4, so it is against the uh, against you. And, and you're taking on Donald McEachin. Donald McEachin is, um, is I, I, I don't want to sound too harsh, but he is a radical leftist liberal Democrat. And again, not to sound too harsh, but anything, yeah. literally anything we can do to help you. <laughs> exactly. We're there. <laughs> um, we're, we obviously would love for you it. to win this, uh, win this seat away from, from the Democrats. It's going to be a tough race. The, the, the district was redrawn recently. But you're going to win. And it, yeah. is, it is much more Democrat-leaning. Your plan, Ryan, to, to, to go into a more Democrat-leaning district and win. Yeah, well, number one, um, even beyond my plan, I, I, Donald McEachin's weak. I mean, I hear it throughout the district, but, you know, even beyond the partisan politics of it all, there's a distinct feeling, you know, in the 4th District amongst the people, the 4th, and, and I would include Democrats and Republicans in that, but they don't feel like they have representation, you know. He's, he is, uh, you know, your typical elite career politician is in uh, special interest groups, as you know, he's far left, and his main issue is the environment. He's, he's just really out of touch, I think, with Maine and Plain, what really is important to the people of the Fourth District. I feel like he's absent, he's aloof, you know, he's unconcerned. So I think people deserve leadership. And, and as for that Amen. reason, I think he's very weak. I think he's very weak because he's not, he's not around. In fact, I've, I've been spending um, probably the last week, I spent a lot of time in Chesapeake. In the primary, I spent a lot of time in Chesterfield. And, and of course, I'm all over the district. But, and, and, even just being down in Chesapeake, I mean, people just, I heard it from Democrats again and Republicans saying, hey, it's good to have a candidate uh, down here because we haven't seen Donald McEachin since he's been in office. He and, didn't live uh, in the district. You know what? That, he doesn't even live in the district. No, he lives outside of the district. And uh, and um, he promised, he, he broke a promise. That he was going to move into the district once he was elected. And according to public records in, in March, he still lives in the same same location. So, I mean, a guy just, he's not doing what he needs to be doing for the people. And the very opposite. You know, I'm a voice for the people. I'm a grassroots guy. I've been a pastor. I've been in ministry for 20 years. I've been a social worker. I've been a business person. So, I mean, I care about people. I care about our families. I care about this country, where we're going. And uh, I'm out there. I'm working hard. You know, I'm trying to meet people, trying to find out been down in Chesapeake uh, yesterday. I've been, I was down in, in a business, uh, Joe, Joe Keel, uh, that does electrical work for, for all of our, uh, our, uh, maritime for all of our warships down in the right. Naval shipyard all over. 
and, and people are excited about the economy. You know, that's what really matters to a lot of people is, is what's going on with the economy. Obviously they want a healthcare solution. They want their borders. They want their liberties protected. And, um, you know, that's, that's what I'm for as far as about how to beat them. I mean, I think we have a great organization or, uh, in the fourth district. And so we're working hard aggressively into, you know, places that, that Republicans don't normally go, you know, being a social worker, I care about good uh, welfare reform. I, I care about, you know, uh, housing, affordable housing, I care about justice reform. You know, I care about the opioid crisis. So we're getting down into the trenches, care about even the in the people. South Park of Richmond, in Rico, Richmond, and we've been reaching out to the African-American community, particularly among the churches. And so I believe that's, that's not only going to have an effect, but it's already having an effect as far as the support that we're getting. Being a pastor, we're reaching out aggressively into the church, you know, only... I don't, most people don't know this, but in the quote-unquote evangelical church, only about 25% of the church votes in any given election. That's crazy. Wow. It's crazy, isn't it? And so we're, we're reaching out. I mean, if we can get a higher percentage of the church, you know, voting in this election and every election, yeah, you do better. we don't, we don't lose. Yeah, we do a lot better. We need so to get you on a big, we need to get a big outdoor rally set up, maybe somewhere like the crossings golf course, get you suited up like Braveheart. And we'll get the <laughs> we'll get the horses and stuff, and all you got to do is ride up down there, and, and yeah, all you got to do is fire them up, and we'll watch we'll watch Mister McEachin ride off into the sunset like it's somebody set the tail of his horse on fire. You know, we want to we want to do everything we can to help you win this. You could call us every week. Except wear a kilt. Things are going. We won't wear a kilt for him, would we? Would we wear a kilt? I guess we're <laughs> so, I thought you were wearing yeah, one today. We <laughs> Mark, didn't he have a kilt on? This so, time you packed on. Oh, did you just? I think he just forgot his pants today. To we're, we're talking with Ryan McAdams, who is uh, running District Four against Donald <laughs> McKeachin. Ryan, if I could, if I could just offer a, uh, a Lee brother uh, recommendation for you, I believe. Yeah. Um, I believe that. The ideals of freedom and liberty and a government that's responsive, a government that's smaller, the ideas of federalism, yeah. they, I think these ideas resonate with every human being, mainly because nobody wants to put their trust in a far-off land surrounded by a beltway run by kings and queens. And I would go right to the people of your district, right to the African-Americans and, and these people who who sometimes seem so left in, in, in that block. And I hate to even say that because I don't believe they are, but... Go there and say, look, you got to understand what's at stake here. Don't give power to a far-off land. Power should be home. It ought to be returned to the people. Absolutely. You know, going going into places, you know, uh, we've gone to African-American churches, like I said, and, and meeting people of all, all different, you know, diversity. And people really, like you said, they really want change. They, they want reform. They, they want policies that are going to be good for them and their communities and their families. And like you said, I, that's what I believe. I believe in limited government, fiscal responsibility, getting power back into the, the hands of the people, into more into the local and the, and the state level than up in Washington. And you're right, it does resonate. You know, we talk about economic empowerment right. and prosperity and, and what conservative uh, principles and values mean in accordance with that. Then it resonates because, you know, they, they look, especially the last eight years of Obama, you know, we saw what that got us. And now look what happened has happened with uh, a year and a half uh, of Trump and his policies and tax reform and, and uh, amazing. regulation. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing difference. Going. 
Well, when you were and, you know, all you have to do is look at the Democrats in the kitchen. He says, you know, he quote quote unquote said that that the tax cut was dismaying, disgusting, and disappointing. You know, what is dismaying and disgusting and disappointing about more money being in the pockets of the average American? What's what's disgusting about you know, why didn't somebody raise their hand and say? Explain yourself. That'll be a bumper. Donald, right, what, what are you saying? You got to put that in every one of your ads, Ryan. Yeah, exactly. If oh, you, yeah. By the way, if your campaign has a clip of that somewhere, would you send it to us? Because we could have a lot of fun with that one. And, and, and sure. to your point, we call it a hammer time. Page, but I'll, I'll try to I'll, I'll pick it up for you. Yeah, if I you mean, would. The things that he says is so out of touch. I mean, but it, it, he's typical of the Democratic Party, as yes, we know. Is. Yes, he is. And uh, he, he just really just regurgitates. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, what the Democratic points. Party does. You ever seen the movie Distinguished Gentleman? There's a yeah, speech in there that Eddie Murphy makes. He takes little snippets of everyone else's speech and does the whole speech, and that sounds like Donald McEachin. That's Donald McEachin. Yeah. Brian, uh, we wish you the best here. How can people find out more about you and what you stand and where you stand? Yeah, I appreciate that. Ryan McAdams for Congress.com is our website, and we're also on Facebook. Ryan McAdams for Congress as well. Reach out to us. They can sign up for our email uh, and to become a volunteer for our email uh, network and just to stay in tune with what we're doing. And, um, you know, we're going to be uh, all around. So you hopefully, you know, reach out. We'll get in touch with the, uh, the email network so you can stay in tune with what's happening. Awesome. And, uh, you know, reach out to us. Send us an email. Tell us what's important to you. And, uh, and definitely, if you can, donate. Uh, we're definitely up against a career politician and who's got a, a bigger war chest than us, but you know, it's not about the money. I, I think it's really about, like you said, resonating with the people and, right. and it's the people who vote, not just money. And so, uh, we're working hard. So I appreciate the opportunity to be with you guys today. It means a lot. Godspeed. Anything we can do, just let us know. Godspeed, sir. Thank you. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate it so much. You bet. That's Ryan McAdams. He is a candidate in District 4 for the Republicans. And a truly great American. All right, your phone call's next. I've got a clip here from McEachin that's kind of interesting. Apparently, he got, uh, he's got the hiccups. Did not know that. Four, I can five, take four, him away. I have the magic power. 454 454 1366 Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers. McKeechan, Mick Adams. The choice November 7th in District 4. It seems quite easy, really, actually. Very simple. McKeechan, I mean, this is depending on your political persuasion, obviously. I mean, there, there probably isn't a bigger contrast other than Spanberger and Bratt. Huge contrast there between leftism and conservatism. And same with McKeechan and McAdams. McAdams is going to work hard for the people. He lives in the district. He's going to, he's going to work hard for the people of Virginia. He's going to work hard for all of us. He, he is the guy for that job. I don't know how anyone could say he's not. Sure. We can just say that he is. You know, McKeechan doesn't even live in the district. Here is uh, here's McEachin uh, three days ago at this uh, this event called People Over Polluters. This is unbelievable. You can see from my name tag, my name is Donald McEachin, and I'm the co-chair of the Democratic Environmental Messaging Team. I represent Virginia's fourth congressional district. Um, I'm going to sound a little funny today. <laughs> Even without what he says, he sounds funny anyway. But here he is. I got a hold of some bad medicine, and it's giving me the hic- hiccups for a week. <laughs> hiccups for a week? How, how can you predict that? 
I've been to the doctor. The doctor says, you're going to have hiccups until Tuesday, 4.37 p.m. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Sunday just going to make it up as I go along. What medicine gives hiccups? If I was going to have hiccups for a solid week, 24 hours a day, I'd go to the doctor and say, give me a shot that's going to knock me out for a solid week. No Because I'm not going to hiccup. But see, I, I honestly really do have the ability to take hiccups away. I really do. Yeah, that is, this, is a not a, this is not a joke. It's a Richard Lee superpower. That's, well, what really sucks is that is my superpower. Yeah, that's too bad. I'm hiccup man. I can fly. You, you get rid of hiccups. Way to go. Yeah, okay. I'll sit on your head. You fly. I can take hiccups away from people. That's beautiful. I really can. Are you going to tell us in, how? Are you, I you want you to come in next week with hiccups. I want you to call Donald and say, what'd you take, man? Tell McKeechan. I need some because I, I got a superpower. I do with superpowers. I would like to know what drugs Donald McKeechan, if you're listening, I can literally take your hiccups away. Uh, you know what I think would be great? All I want is dinner cookout. Yeah. Well, no, tell me. Well, tell me. A drug that can give hiccups. I didn't know there was a drug. I could use that. That kind of be fun. Play with. Yeah, you walk to the restaurant, drip it in, in people's cups. Is that what you're uh, thinking maybe. about? That's what you were saying during the break. That's why it sounds funny. All of a sudden, you're sitting in front of the restaurant, the whole place is vibrating every time everyone goes. Need <laughs> <laughs> a hiccups for a week. <laughs> now, why does sound funny? A week long of hiccups is devastating. So. If that's We're devastating, have you have no you have no place in government. Right. No kidding. If hiccups is devastating. Hiccups. Under May control, I'll probably need to go to the attending physician's office so they can give me some medicine that'll unhiccup me, perhaps. Unhiccup me? That's not even a word. I don't think it is. I don't. I think he made it up. That's a complete. That's a made-up made word. word. Unhiccup me? Never. Never heard of that in my life. Unhiccup me. Maybe he meant to say cure hiccups. Unhiccup me? That's just stupid. That didn't even sound right. Unhiccup me. Have they ever turned the word irregardless into a word? Right. Exactly. Because it's not a word. It's not a word. Of course not. Either is unhiccup. Anyway. Um, but welcome and thank you all for coming today. We you're are welcome. here today oh, to show Glad to be the Trump here. administration Hiccup that man. we want to put people ahead of polluters. Thank God you're not dumb. This president's poop. toxic team has chosen to help special interests at the expense of everyday Americans. No, he has not. What if he gave him gas for a week? <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, we can't even get through this. All right, four five four thirteen sixty six. Your phone calls next. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Amazing gasomatic. Lee Brothers. One dose. You're you're done for the week. WNTW. The Lee Brothers showing off the First Amendment and using the Second only when necessary. So what's going on? Norfolk is investigating a teacher of the year for a Facebook post. Chesterfield will just fire their security manager for a Facebook post. I guess it should tell people something. Your employers and others are are paying attention to Facebook. I've told people so many times that they put this garbage on Facebook. You're an idiot. You're going to go apply for a job and you got that crap on your Facebook page. And here's the thing. Once you put it out there, it's out there. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. WNTW. careful be careful what you put on facebook come on that's just common sense but not for some 
Virginia. It's for gun lovers. Mm-hmm. That's what the new signs. That's the new sign coming. Cross over the border. It says Virginia is for gun lovers. <laughs> and fake racism. Papa John's and a Good Morning America claim. That is next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots Radio, as the Founding Fathers intended. No, seriously, Jefferson, Madison, and Henry. The Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this, uh, this nice Friday afternoon. Going into tonight, it's going to be very nice. Good sleeping weather down in the 60s. You know, it got down in the 40s the other night. In no, certain it did. areas. Yes, it yeah. did. Oh, in certain areas? Certain like areas. Alaska? Not okay. every area. Oh, no, God. in Virginia. No, it did Dip not. Wide. Mark, will you look that up right, for me? Sure. And when you find it, you slap it you cannot, on his forehead. You cannot just Jeez, completely, constantly. You can't co-op Mark to help you with everything that I know is right and you're wrong. You can't always do that. 454-1366. Phone lines are open on this Friday afternoon. On your drive home. I won't talk over top of you anymore. I'm not going to do it. I promise you. 454. I'm not saying another word. 13. I want to be quiet over here. 66. For a while. I'll take care of you. Exactly. I'm not going to. Go ahead. Say a word. I'm sorry. I won't say anything. If you would just let me. Is anybody? All right. Papa John's is, um, I guess, a racist pizza now. It's a spicy pizza, I think. I actually like Papa John's. You know, you know, I like it. They ship that little, uh, uh, what is it, the garlic the sauce in you there. Can do. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. That's, you know, that's a nice feature. There's, there's a lot of them that do that, but. You know, when somebody makes a really good pizza and then they just change their sauce, let's see if we can sear some of the taste buds and some of the people's mouths shut with this hot sauce. They changed it. I, don't I, don't know, I ordered a pizza about. from them one night. This was delivered. The thing ago. was nasty hot. And I called them up and said, this thing's hot. Yeah, we changed our sauce. I said, what do you say? Well, I'll tell you what, we changed our sauce. <laughs> Liable to set you on fire today and tomorrow. I don't, I can't eat. Hot, spicy. Do you pizza. like Papa John's now, or is it not acceptable? To you? I haven't had one since that day. Okay. I stopped buying them right. that day okay. because All right. so you're not they a did me it. wrong. They did me wrong. Well, now apparently the founder, John Schnat, Senator Schnatter, 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 Italian name, Schnatter. He's no Papa John. He's a racist. He used he the might be a John boy, but he ain't no Papa John. Here's the interesting thing about this. He used the N word, but he only used the N word. When he was referencing that someone else used the N-word, he didn't say the N-word. He, he was saying, here's what, here's what he was doing. He was commenting on the NFL players protesting uh, was not racist. He was saying, you know, it's not trying to be racist. It's not racist. And he goes, like, unlike Colonel Sanders, who used to call blacks the N-word. That is how he is removed from his company. And how this mob mentality is calling him a racist. It is unbelievable. That's, that's, that is unbelievable. It really that's, is. That is insane. Yeah, and most people right now, if you ask them about Papa John's founder, should he be removed because he's a racist? Most people say, that's yeah, the dumbest thing he I've used ever the heard. N-word. Now, this isn't uncommon. This idea of this faux racism is consistent. Yeah, it happens every day in America, unfortunately. We are told every day in America that America is racist. Then we bring out 
fake stories that make it sound like America's racist. You want an example? Here's one right here from Good Morning America. ...confrontation caught on camera and going viral. The man who called police on a black woman he suspected did not belong at the... I don't know why that didn't finish, but it doesn't belong at this community pool. So a white guy called the police on somebody he thought wasn't part of the neighborhood community pool. It turns out who he called the police on was a black woman. Well, this guy was was authorized to check people who were going in and out of the pool. He was he part was, of the He was part of the Neighborhood, neighborhood Watch. Homeowners Association. Neighborhood puke. Watch Gestapo. Yeah. He puke is what he is. You know. Who would call the cops on someone at the pool? I mean, is there like limited room? I mean, you would call the cops on one woman and her son? Well, then he demanded to see her, her ID, and she said, I'm not showing you my ID. She got the police there, and the police said, sir, she belongs at the pool. Yep. And, and the lady, all the lady asked for said, you going to apologize now? And the idiot walks away. Yeah. He's in. He's, he's the a, typical hallmarker. Yes. The, the, the typical homeowners association Gestapo runner. Jackass. Right. That's who this guy was. He was a total was. jerk. But that's all it was. He was on a power trip. It wasn't racist. Unless we knew something different. But this is all we know. Good Morning America continued with the story. This is Adam Bloom confronting Jasmine Edwards and her son. The mom and son hoping to enjoy their private community pool in North Carolina on the 4th of July, just like everyone else. But Bloom has serious questions over whether they should be Whether they should be there or not. So he calls the police, and it, it turns out that it's a racial incident. Now, you might say... Was there nobody else from the community there that knew who this lady was? Was there no one from the, commu- you know, the community watch or whatever you call it? The neighborhood organization there that knew this lady does it. Was there no one else could have said, "Dude, leave her alone. She she lives here." Well, even if she didn't live there, who cares? I mean, is this a crisis? Who cares? I mean, who Who cares? cares? What is the big deal? Hopefully, he would have done that to anyone. He would have been a jackass to anyone trying to get into place. Sounds like he would have been because if he didn't recognize him. You know, it's a holiday weekend. Maybe people, maybe they've had people try to sneak in before. Who knows? Maybe they caught. Here's the point. Like you, Scott, trying to sneak in. Yeah. Well, I usually get away with it. But here's the here's the point. I do too. <laughs> the point is, but we're smooth and wide. Good Morning America has turned this into a racial incident to where this Riling is up the entire yes. country. Yes. And you want evidence of it? Here's the wrap up by the reporters after the interview. This, just the latest incident showing white people calling the cops and black folks. Do you believe that? Just the latest incident of white people calling the cops on black people. Uh, No, he says black folks. Oh, I'm sorry. That that right there just pours gas on a fire. That's not what's happening. The problem in this country is, is, is not... The people, it's not us, it's the media. The media, they are stirring this hatred. So listen to what he says again. This is him uh, describing what happened. Again, what happened is we don't know that it's racial. We have no idea. It's just a white person and a black person, but the media says... No, it's black folks. 
The media says this. This, just the latest incident showing white people calling the cops and black folks for doing everyday things. Here, a woman called police on a young girl for selling water. And in this video, a woman called police on a group having a cookout. Back in North Carolina, Bloom lost his day job and resigned from his post with the HOA. Dan, I feel like we're having these conversations week in and week out. We've talked about this quite a bit. Challenging to confront uh, this issue of race in this country. And if you look at this particular issue in terms of swimming pools, there's a long legacy of that in this country. Um, A little research will show that uh, the fight to keep pools uh, segregated was even stronger than that. For crying out loud. This is part of a fight to keep pools segregated? Come on. Unbelievable. And to keep this guy working? This is what's unbelievable. This is a shame. This is why we're playing it for you, because I want you to see. That news guy should be fired. This is stirred up on purpose to make. None of those are examples of racist. None of those. They pull out some white person calling the cops on a black person, and they're calling it racist as if they did it because they were black. That's not true. This is a lie by the left and the media. Quit it. And if if you're going to keep score, I, I guarantee you the same amount happens. Oh, if you're going to do it that way, if you have to see color, you'd have to write at the top of your page, black folk, white folk. Here's the deal to do it right. Here's the deal. Most of the time, 98.8% of the time, it's not a racial incident. It's just two people disagreeing. That's all it is. Stop. Stop Democrats, stop media turning us against each other. None of what Good Morning America just did was good for America. It was all a lie. And it's all to stir up hate. And what they did for America was cost that man his job. Well, his he should have been fired. Job. From his been. full-time job? From I the neighborhood know. thing, but not from I his full-time He's job. He's an idiot anyway. I don't even care about that guy. All right, your phone calls <laughs> next. 454-1366. Obviously. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. WNTW. Our version of the Federalist Papers. Without all that reading. It's the Lee Brothers. The problem with fake racism that the general Good Morning America people did on this hit piece is that when there's real racism, it's like crying wolf. Eventually you're going to say, come on. Of course, Petersburg, Virginia has uh, eliminated a huge problem. You know, they renamed A.P. Hill, Robert E. Lee, and Jeb Stewart schools uh, way back in July, and or the 1st of July. Or I'm, I'm sorry, in February, and it came effective the 1st of July, and they got their new signs up. Cool Spring, Lakemont, and Pleasant Lane schools now. So we solved, uh, their kids now will learn better. Everything will be better in the Petersburg school system. One school's cool. cool. One school's pleasant. Cool Springs, Pleasant Lane, Lakemont. I don't get so Lakemont. So much better than Robert Lee. Lakemont sounds French. No kidding. Anyway. Where do you go? I go to Lakemont at the school. Glad they got. We yeah, have fromage for lunch every day. It's great. <laughs> Facebook is um, uh, helps get people in trouble on their own stupid ignorance. There's a, the, a recent two-time Teacher of the Year in Norfolk, Virginia, posted um, this week about a about a field trip. Here's what the post reads: This is Teacher of the Year, remind you. <laughs> Going on a field trip to the zoo tomorrow from 1 to 3 with my 60 middle school kids from the hood. Fair warning. I have some concerns. Now, do you think she 
Well, I don't know. I, I know. I don't know. A lot of people refer to their neighborhood as the hood. Some do. True. This sounds a little more than that, but it, who knows what it says? So well, it says, so beware, right? Or it says beware. It says fair warning. Be or something to that effect. Yeah, she so little, that, that indicates she's that. She's got a little emoji there with smiley face crying. See, this implies okay. that this uh, right hood could mean is less than a stellar neighborhood. Exactly. Yeah. The Norfolk Public Schools, Norfolk Public Schools, is aware of a disturbing social media post that's been circulating today. Said a spokesman, the views expressed in this post are not reflective of Norfolk Public Schools. Our, our teacher of the year will not be our teacher of the year. And I then, mean, and then there's the Jerry, one teacher of the year though, right? Yeah, twice. So she's done. So she's not getting it. She, this she year. won't get it this year. That's fine. Maybe she'll win some kind of teacher of the hood award. <laughs> <laughs> Chesterfield County Schools just fired their safety and security manager over Facebook posts, inflammatory ones. This is interesting because if you see the posts. You're like, really? That guy, I cannot believe he's there that long with these posts. One of them says, shows a picture of Muslim kids. It says, while your children are learning to tolerate these children, these children are training to kill your children. Interesting. And he posted another one. Remember, there's kids training to kill your kids. What are you doing? So he's got this concern about what's being taught to kids in uh, the Middle East. Yeah, they start teaching them at age two to hate the West and everything about right. us. Right, they do. Age two. Mm -hmm. Some of them can hardly talk at that point. So here's the deal. I guess Facebook is good because you can find out who the dirtbags are and then, you know, decide which. But Facebook, I just don't understand why people think they can post something and it not go viral, not be found. Nobody will see it. Isn't the point of posting something on Facebook so people will see it? I, that's what I thought. That's what I, I thought. Mean, I didn't realize it was there to hide. So why do you care? You know, why would you, I guess these people don't care. That's why they posted it. And they think they're going to be fine. I am perfectly fine with a company firing somebody over a Facebook page. They don't like it's fine. Yeah. I, I agree with that completely. I mean, if it shows the character of that person. Right, exactly. It doesn't match that company's right. desired. So what? Boom. You're done. Really base. Then sayonara. And goodbye. Be, be careful Japanese what you post. Agent. Kind of a good lesson. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers on WNTW AM820. Your government, federal government that is, took $3 million to study heavy drinking and aggression at nightclubs for business travelers. Scott and I could have done that for a hundred grand easy. Do you really need this? How much alcohol? You, we could have done a self study. This is the kind of stuff that Just most kidding. Americans look at and go, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, I think most Americans don't go, "Are you kidding me?" Yeah, okay. they skip right over it. Oh, you mean they don't know about it? Uh, if they knew about it, or they don't pay any attention to it. This is just three million dollars. That's like the study they did. I forget how much they spent, but it was in the hundreds of thousands to study the effects on American businessmen who mess around with prostitutes in China. And our taxpayer dollars went to study that. Well, some things are 
ridiculous like that and like this. But hey, you send your money to the government, you think they do what they're supposed to do with it? What a con and a lie for We didn't have to, we wouldn't. Is Virginia for lovers or for guns? There's an argument in court about it. We'll share that with you next in your phone calls. 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio on AMA 20. Virginia citizens and American patriots, just after 534 in the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, home of Jefferson, Madison, and Henry. My name is Scott Lee. My co-host, my friend, and my brother sitting to my left, sometimes my far left, is Richard Lee. Phone lines are open, 454-1366, 804-454-1366. Virginia has a history. It is that of the founding of the country. Thanks to guys like Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, Patrick Henry, and none other than George Washington, made it possible for our country to exist with the freedoms that we have. If they knew today that our slogan for Virginia states, Virginia's for lovers, they'd go, what? Who came up with that stupidness anyway? Who came up Virginia's for lovers? Does anybody really like that? Mark, you like that? <laughs> no one likes that. Virginia's for lovers. It's ridiculous. It's a slogan, and you can see it pulling into the state when you see everyone talks about Virginia's for What does it even mean? I mean, what's it mean? Only people in Virginia love? Does it mean that only people, you want to come here if you want to be a lover? I mean, what? it's the worst slogan ever. You, I, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> exactly. Now, if you want a slogan, I mean, think of, think of what our, 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 our Commonwealth's about. I mean, Virginia's for lovers? And now Virginia's for lovers, the trademark, they're pissed. They're ticked off at this company called Recovered Gold, LLC. It's a Richmond-based online retailer. They think they stole their trademark. It's a stupid trademark anyway, a stupid slogan anyway. Recovered Gold, LLC, uses a variation of it called Virginia is for gun lovers. Now, that makes sense. That's a slogan we can get behind. Virginia's for gun lovers. Exactly. And Jefferson and Madison and Washington and all these guys, they go, yeah, that's right. We needed these things when we, when we fought against uh, Britain just for our freedom and liberty. And by the way, Madison enshrined it in the Constitution. So it makes perfect sense. James Madison's from Virginia. He came out with the Bill of Rights. Number two in the Bill of Rights is the Second Amendment, the right to keep and bear arms. It shall not be infringed, Tim Kaine. That's perfect. In fact, that's a better slogan than Virginia's for lovers. Anyway, Virginia for lovers, the Virginia Tourism Authority suing them. That's just stupid. It says it violates the agency's service mark. And it also, they argue, or they're now arguing in court, that this recovered gold's actions have deceived and caused confusion among the relevant purchasing public. The stupid slogan did that. Not this new company. 
The slogan itself causes confusion among the relevant purchasing public because no one knows what it means. For genius, for lovers. They went on to say, and the public's likely to believe that the business products are connected or affiliated with the state, such as Virginia is for gun lovers. I mean, you decide. 454-1366. What's the better slogan for the state? Virginia's for lovers or Virginia's for gun lovers? Our founding fathers would say gun lovers. But some areas of Virginia would say pickup truck lovers. Anything but just lovers. SUV lovers. Right? GMC lovers. 454-1366. What's a better slogan? For years, the, uh, the, the uh, Virginia tourism had variations of the slogan themselves. They had their own variations. Virginia's for beach lovers. Virginia's for wine lovers. Virginia's for crappier lovers. We definitely have a problem with lovers in the state. So the Virginia tourism is suing this company. The lawsuit argues that they suffered damages. Okay. This is absurd. Virginia is for Lee Brothers. Yeah. How about that? Or how about Virginia is for lovers of the Lee Brothers? That's or how about mean. Virginia is for the people who give money to the Lee Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a huge fan of lovers. I'm a huge fan of love. It's important. It makes the world go round. But is it really a good slogan? It's horrid. Anyway, the, the Virginia tourism is offended. Virginia is for history lovers. That's kind of that's kind of my point initially. Yeah, that's right. History, it, it, history lovers. Exactly. There's so much history here. So this company says Virginia's for gun lovers. We agree. Our founding fathers agree. And the lawsuit argues that they've been suffered damages. That Virginia has suffered damages from recovered gold using the Virginia's for gun lovers, and they're requesting that the court propose fines. Up to $1,000 per day for each day the business used the slogan. Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. Get your panties out of a wad. It's not that big a deal. If you don't like the sign or whatever, look the other way. Stick your fingers in your ears if you don't want to hear it. So tolerant. So tolerant. <laughs> That's a good point. We love the tolerance of you. Not only do they want to pay, punish him for $1,000 per day for each day the business used the slogan, they're suing that payments of profits the business made from the merchandise sales and that any remaining merchandise or materials bearing the phrase uh, be destroyed. Is, uh, I'd, I'd change the sign and say Virginia is for some people who happen to love guns. <laughs> How could they possibly sue <laughs> them for phenomenal. that? That's, That's what I'd, cha I'd change it to say. Or what you could say is Virginia is for haters like the Virginia Tourism Corporation. Because they, they hate. Hate, hate, hate. Just terrible. I mean, the Logan, I mean, the slogan and the Logan, the slogan just sucks anyway. Virginia's for lovers. It doesn't even mean anything unless you have something in front of it. Right. Like gun lovers, it makes sense. Beach lovers make sense. Wine lovers, it makes sense. But just Virginia's for lovers is stupid on its face. It really should be changed anyway. And then you can let this company do whatever they want. I'm going to sue them because... I disagree with Virginia's for lovers, and it hurts some people. Some people that are not tolerant are hurt by that. I just think it's it's so. How about Virginia's for dog dog lovers, cat lovers? Of course, cat lovers would sue. Is Virginia harmed here? Does Virginia of have a suit? Of course not. Of course not. Uh, they have no suit. <laughs> it's ridiculous. If the judge lets that go to trial, the judge has a problem. 
I said, you know, if they file suit, they should just, just tell them, this is the stupidest suit that's ever come before me. Right. Get Who out cares? of my courtroom. Don't open your mouth. Don't say a word. Maybe we ought to vote to see if we could change this slogan to Virginia's for gun lovers. That way our PSA would be phenomenal. It sounds so much perfectly at Virginia's Ever for heard gun this sound bite? Guns don't kill people. People kill people. Hi, this is Richard Lee of the Lee Brothers. Why let someone pry your gun from your cold, dead fingers? The Lee Brothers don't want this to happen to you. We want your gun. Help the Lee Brothers get guns off the streets. Introducing our new free gun collection program. Simply send us an email and we will come pick up the guns or the unwanted guns absolutely free. We are making every effort to make our community safer from unwanted weapons. Patriots at the Lee Brothers because we care. Email us today. <laughs> Paul from Chesterfield, you're on AM820. WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Thank you. I was wondering what you uh, guys thought of the uh, recent report in the Richmond uh, Times-Dispatch about the Virginia Department of Tourism paying $586,000 for the bachelor to the bachelorette to a to do the show in Richmond a couple of weeks ago because I thought that related to your Virginians for Lovers uh, yeah, debate there. That's insane. That's stupid. That that's a that, that's ridiculous. Total waste of now, money. Now listen to you say that. Total waste of you money. You used to like the idea of us using money to bring in bring in movie projections. Oh, movies okay, but not the bachelor. Let me let me explain. Okay. All right. Bring, I, you bring I, in I, a movie I, production into the you bring in millions and millions of dollars of them producing, you know, there was one movie that Tim Kaine, as governor, shot down, wouldn't let him film here because all they asked for is not to pay Virginia state sales tax on equipment and rope and junk that they would buy here to be exempt of just simply the okay? sales tax. They were going to bring tens of millions of oh dollars into the market. And no, and no, I didn't think it was okay. For them to be shut down and, and turned away because Maryland took them and they filmed the movie oh, in Maryland. And I just want to see some women at the table. Paul, what was your... Paul, what do you think of that? Hello, Paul. He hung up on you. Paul hung up on me. Oh, if you have any problems, dial information. Thank you for calling. He hung up on me. You know why he hung up on me? Because I made so much sense that he agreed Richard, with me. that makes no sense. That why would we... You know, we were giving we $20,000 for them to bring $20 million into the marketplace. So what they, So what you're essentially saying is... Oopty they, can do. They can come here and hold us hostage. I'm not doing this unless you cut your... No. No, they didn't hold us hostage. They right, said, this is the agreement. You let us no. come in here. We'll film here. We'll bring... Tens of millions they of dollars into your market. And all we, are, we don't want to pay the sales tax Hollywood, while we're here. Hollywood has plenty of money. They should come to our state and enjoy our state. If they're here, they pay the tax like anyone else. We shouldn't subsidize it with taxpayer dollars. Every state does, and that's how they get the business. Maryland got the business because oh, so they get a huge tax break. So we should do it because someone else does it. I get it. It's not like my kids. Mark, please slap yeah. the daylights out of here. shouldn't him. do it at all. Maybe, um, maybe it's some sense, Knock some sense into his head. I think Paul's right. Uh, Paul, we should not be subsidizing the Virginia tourism for the bachelorette or bachelor. Foresight 4-1366. I didn't say we should have supplemented nickel for the bachelorette because that's the dumbest show on TV today. It's the second dumbest. Bachelor's the first one. Well, I I agree. They're equally as stupid. So you get to decide. If you like it, then you would subsidize it. That's what I'm hearing from you? 
No, not if I like it. If it's a movie production, it's going to bring 20-some million dollars in. So they paid them to come here and film. I bet you they didn't spend a penny to bring their film crews into Richmond to film a doc, a, a, a stinking reality Wrong. fake show. Wrong. Reality shows are fake. Wrong. Yeah, well, I got a paper clip, and you're going to pay for it. 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers. Michael from Virginia Beach on 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Uh, Thank you very much, gentlemen. Um, You know, I was thinking about this topic uh, just the other day. the uh, the slogan "Don't tread on me." Uh, where did, where did that come from, and did that predate the uh, uh, Virginia is for lovers? <laughs> it definitely <laughs> predated Virginia. Well, it absolutely did. You're talking about the Gaston flag, is what you're talking about. That was one of the first flags we flew in the in the Navy, and uh, no, it's that's that would be a much better slogan than Virginia's for lovers. Uh, now on. On 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 the license plates that you see, the yellow license plates that has the uh, mm-hmm. "Don't tread on me," right? Yeah, the "Don't tread on me" and and, and the rattlesnake. Uh, just from the standpoint of uh, being a Christian and uh, remembering what uh, uh, Jesus uh, uh, used to describe his enemies, uh, the vipers. Uh, we, we, we know, we know, of course, that uh, a rattlesnake is a viper. Uh, it, it just seems, uh, from a Christian point of view, it just seems uh, entirely in, inappropriate. I'd rather have a beaver or something on that license. Well, plate. let's remember why the uh, in the history of the Gaston flag is one that you can actually Google and find out how the rattlesnake became this symbol. But American if it Eagle was, would be a better symbol. If, if the uh, not not in the context, it wouldn't be. The context was the the uh, the rattlesnake is one who always gives a warning before it strikes. It never strikes without warning. So there's a whole history of why the so rattlesnake was chosen. The eagles is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, the rattlesnake was the perfect example for the "Don't Tread on Me" Gaston flag. But I do not. I I agree with Michael. I don't like the snake. Oh, at oh, all. You cannot like it. That's fine. I'm not trying to make you like the snake. I'm trying to explain why the snake was on the flag. I run over every snake I see. Okay. Thank well, you look, for the show. I'm doing a broadcast. Do you mind? <laughs> uh, but look, this, the, the state slogan wouldn't have a picture. So the don't tread on me would be a better state slogan than Virginia's for lovers, if that's what you're saying, Michael. Oh, okay. So um, don't tread on me with no snake. The snake, the snake is something that wasn't there originally. Is that what you're saying? Oh, no, no. It was definitely part of the Gaston flag originally. No, no question about it, because it meant something. It was trying to say, we're not going to strike unless we're provoked. And when before we strike, we'll give you warning with the rattler saying, look, please, you're, you're, you're enticing a strike from us. And if you're going to continue to do that, then we're going to strike, and we're going to strike to win. And so yeah. that was the whole purpose behind the, the snake and the, and the Gaston flag. So, um, but that's what it's called, by the way. It's called the Gaston's flag. But anyway, yeah. that's, uh, that, uh, that'll help a little bit in understanding. But it, you're, you're right. The state model we have now is, is ridiculous. That would be a better one. I would endorse that. Yeah, Virginia yeah. is for lovers with a snake just doesn't work. It's not what anyone's yeah. suggesting. 
No one's suggesting that. That's what you that. just said. It is not what I'm I just, just said. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> You're out of control. <laughs> Michael, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. 454-1366. Michael. 454-1366. Michael brings up a good point. What? You don't even know what his point was. <laughs> I'm sure it was a good one. No, I, do know. <laughs> I do know what his point was. Oh, I a, get it. Oh, you get it. I understand you get, I it. get it. Rarely, but you got this one. All right, your phone call's next. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820. That was really funny. WNTW. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers on AMA 20, WNTW, The Answer. And that's a wrap. But it ain't no rattlesnake to eat rat. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I've tasted rattlesnake. But yeah, good. I've never had snake ever. It's horrible. Say, Why would you even eat a snake? Tastes like chicken. There's not even meat on a snake. It's like all bone and... Depends on how fat the snake is. That's ridiculous. Who'd ever... You know, if a snake's stupid. big enough to make your car go blunt, blunt, it's big enough Turn to around eat. and go it's get it. It's big enough to go out and get it. <laughs> Cook it on a stick. All right, check us out, 820theanswer.com. We archive our shows by clicking on the Lee Brothers. It takes you to our page. You can listen whenever you want at your listening pleasure. Two great videos there. What is tolerance and the Chick-fil-A flash mob that'll make you smile the whole time. 820theanswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. That's very cool. Thanks for joining us. Y'all have a wonderful and safe weekend. We'll see you next Friday right here on 820 WNTW, The Answer in Chester. Yeah, My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.